Hello everybody, this is Ethan and welcome back to another episode of Chitter Chatter. This is episode number 86 uh, and today I will be giving my match review on Manchester United versus AC Milan. Uh, I did a preview like, um, I think it was like a week ago. Uh, just because I didn't want to um, review Manchester United versus, versus Crystal Palace because there was nothing to review, it was just um, it, it was it was a nil nil draw. Um, or actually, that was Chelsea. Sorry, the Chelsea match, but that was also a nil nil draw. So yeah, <laughs> um, basically, I didn't want to review both matches because there was nothing really to say. They were both very very boring matches, especially that one at Selhurst Park. Very very poor performances um also then united uh pulled off uh a win against manchester city which i reviewed which i gave my match review on uh Chicha in the last episode uh and i said that because i did a preview uh, of ac milan it would obviously i'd obviously do a review of manchester united versus ac milan at old trafford in the europe league round of 16 uh the end score was 1-1 um you know was it was it a fair result i think i think it's one of those where manchester united should have seen the game out we realistically should have seen the game out, but it was a game of missed chances, um, some poor passage of play, passages of play, um, basically some poor moments. But you know, you, you're going to get that with every team. You know that that's not. I suppose that's not really a fair thing to say because it's very rare when you see a match where the team is always 100 percent all the time. But um, I think. In certain parts of the game, we did let AC Milan uh, kind of dominate us. Um, not as much as Manchester City did last week. I mean, a lot of the game Manchester City did dominate us, but we uh, we saw the game through. And I thought that's what we should have done. Um, but I think a draw with the missed chances and how AC Milan played and how some decisions went against them, um, which I'll get to in a sec, I think AC, AC Milan did deserve a draw, because I, I did think they played well. Uh, but as I said, Manchester United realistically should have seen um, the game out. But anyway. Um, so the, the the chances that didn't go AC Milan's way, um, for one, there was uh, a goal that AC Milan scored first in the first half. It was ruled offside, and that, that was uh, fur. That was fair because he was miles offside. Um, but Manchester United's defence uh, was poor. I think it was Eric Bayer. He just didn't know where the player he was supposed to be marking was. Uh, but he was offside anyway. So I could let it, you know, let it slide, I suppose. Um, but I saw like, a lot of pundits, you know, kind of saying, well, you know, if he was onside, Eric Bayer still did not have a clue. So it's kind of lucky for him. That he was offside, uh, and I, I, I get that. I suppose I get that. But I suppose if the player is offside, then it doesn't really matter. But I, I do get where some people are coming from with that. Uh, and then I think it was like Kiese, uh, probably pronouncing that wrong, uh, for AC Milan, who uh, scored a fantastic goal. Um, then it was ruled out by VAR. 
uh, for handball. And uh, again, you know, pundits saying as well, you know, uh, no one reacted to that. You know, obviously when um, when there is a handball in the box or anywhere on the pitch. You know, you, you normally have players from the opposition, you're screaming at the referee hand it, you know, holding their hands up, you know, tapping their arm saying that was a handball. No, I don't think any United players actually did that because I don't think they even noticed, which was a lot of, which is a lot of what uh, people were saying. But, you know, I'm kind of saying in my head, well, that doesn't really matter because, you know, just because they didn't notice it doesn't mean it didn't happen, if that makes sense, you know. But, um, you know, I, I don't I don't think anyone even at home, you know, watching the match like myself, even saw it. I don't know if anyone, you know, like like the managers, the coaching staff or the substitutes noticed that it even went off his arm. But I think it was it was harsh it was harsh and th- this is the the thing of when i'm saying uh, it didn't really go it seemed lands where i think it was harsh <sighs> like if if that was a united player i would be saying yeah, yeah it, it was really harsh and you know i'm i'm, I'm tr- not having any bias here because as i said you know it is it is harsh uh, definitely from a football fan standpoint in general um but basically, the ball has come into the box. It's hit off the side of Kiese, uh, bounces down, puts it in a great position, and uh, he basically just smashes it. Kind of loops over Dean Henson into the in the um, opposite corner uh, of the net. It was a great goal, a fantastic goal. Um, I don't even know what the handball rule is anymore. Because, I mean, I think for the Premier League, what it is, is that if it hits your hand no matter what and it leads to a goal, it doesn't count, which I think is quite stupid. Um, But then again, I don't know. That rule could have changed because they're always changing the handball rule. Seriously, it's ridiculous. Um, And I I don't know if it's different in the Europa League. But, I'm, you know, I, I would definitely say, yes, it hit his hand. Um... But then again, his hand was not in an unnatural position. His hand was by his side. It wasn't, you know, as I said, in you know, like out, you know, from from the side of his body. As I said, you know, it wasn't in a um, in an unnatural position. But what I would say, and uh, I saw someone bring this up, um, the way the ball has bounced has put it in the position for him to then shoot and score that goal. It really went into an excellent position when it hit off him. But unfortunately for Kiese, it hit off his hand, then to put in then to put the ball in a good position, in a good space, and then for him to shoot. So you know, you can look at it both ways, but as I said, no matter what, I think I think that decision was quite harsh. But then again, when a player when a player's hand is in a natural position and the ball hits off his hand and he scores, then, you know, you're always going to say that's a harsh decision because he can't exactly escape that. You know, it's it's hit his side. You know, it's not uh, where his hand is and where his hand is supposed to be in a natural position. So there's not really any escaping from that. Um, and I think AC Milan uh, deserved the goal because I think they started the game off uh, better than us. I do, um, especially like with the offside goal as well. 
they showed the dangers quite early on as well, you know. Um, then, I don't think United really did a lot in the first half. The, the action uh, mainly was in the second half. I think, you know, the, the two chances that AC Milan, uh, the two goals, rather, that AC Milan had uh, ruled out was the main action of the first half. But then you came, come into the second half, um, and then... A substitution that I loved, you know, Ollie. I always, I always criticize, you know, I love Ollie, uh, but I always criticize on his substitutions, specifically the timing of his substitutions. You know, might make it like the the seventy fifth, eightieth minute, where a player doesn't have a lot of time to make an impact, which is what substitutions are supposed to do. You know, a lot of the time he makes the right substitutions as well, but it's just way too late, unfortunately. Um, but he made a substitution at half time, which Oli doesn't normally do, um, and substituted Marshall, which I think was a good decision because Marshall uh, he played well against City, uh, did not play well in that first half against. AC Milan as a sole striker. Uh, I think Ahmad, uh, Ahmad, it was Ahmad who came on, um, and he replaced Martial, uh, but he went to the wing, and I think it was like Greenwood who came up as sole striker, uh, as the front striker, um, with Bruno Fernandes in the midfield, Rashford on one side, Ahmad on the other. Uh, and five minutes in, Ahmad Diallo, um, or just Ahmad, I, th- I think I think he prefers to be uh, known as. Um, Ahmad scores his first goal for Manchester United five minutes after his substitution, five minutes into the half. Uh, and what what a goal it was! What a goal it was! Um, Bruno with a with a fantastic ball uh, in between the two defenders. Ahmad with a nice run. It was quite a, quite a central ball. Uh, Ahmad running in between the two defenders. Goalkeepers come out, and Ahmad has jumped up and kind of flicked his head back. Uh, you know, it's basically the head of the ball, but it's very very hard headed to do because the the ball is obviously coming over. So he's had to jump at the perfect time, flick his head back like a backwards header basically, um, and. Over Donnarumma, who's quite tall, and it's gone in. Uh, fantastic goal. Uh, I was so happy. I was screaming. I was cheering my head off. It's fantastic. Um, because, you know, he, he's, he's scored uh, some goals. So I think it's like the under-23s. I, I watched some of the games when he was playing. Um, especially his debut match. He, he impressed uh, a lot. Um, and, yeah. Like, he's only played a handful of minutes, you know, barely, like, a full match in total. Um, Like, I think his first teams is only, like, in the first team of Manchester United, he's only got, like, obviously he had that first half, uh, and he's only played, like, t- taking, taking that first half away, uh, sorry, taking that second half away in, in which he played for AC, uh, which he played for Man United against AC Milan, uh, he's only come on for the senior team as like a sub, like maybe like ten minutes before the end of the match, maybe even twenty. So he has not had a lot of uh, senior team experience. Uh, he still hasn't had his like full starting debut. I don't know if he's going to start against West Ham. It will be very interesting to see what all he does. Um, with that, I think it would be good for him if he starts against West Ham. Um, 
who we play this weekend on Mother's Day on Sunday. Um, yeah, so he, he uh, scored a great goal. Uh, every, you know, it was clear to see that you know the you know, Ole and the other. Uh, players were very happy to see him score, you know, Eric Bayer, <laughs> um, his his fellow Ivorian, uh, j- jumping up, <laughs> jumping up on him, it was, it was great to see everyone, you know, hugging around him and everybody just jumping on top, um, you know, I think it's really, it's really, really uh, nice, you know, uh, Eric Bayer was saying, you know, he's kind of taking him under his wing, you know, he, t- he told Ollie about him and, um, I think I think they are the same uh, nationality, both coming from uh, the Ivory Coast uh, or Cote d'Ivoire, and um, you know, so so it, may, it makes sense for I guess them to get along when you're in a team full of you know like different uh, players from different countries who speak different languages, you know, uh, and I think for a young lad who's just come in. Uh, I, th- I think it's good uh, that Eric Bailly is there. Who's you know who seems like a nice guy as well. Um, just to be there, just to you know maybe mentor him. You know, as I said, take him under his wing, uh, which is which is just really just really nice to see. Uh, in general, and you know Ahmad Diallo, eighteen years of age, or Ahmad. So I keep calling him Ahmad Diallo, but I don't. I don't think. I think he just prefers Ahmad. But yeah, Ahmad. You know, eighteen years of age. It's just uh, absolutely fantastic uh, just to see him score, and hopefully it'll uh, be be more in the locker for him, and hopefully it won't be his first goal for um, Manchester United. Um, and then we move on to AC Milan's goal. <laughs> um, it it was a real. It was a real kind of dagger through the heart, I guess. It, you know, really hurt. Um, uh, it was uh, Kjer, I think, uh, maybe how you pronounce it, um, who, the defender for AC Milan, um, who scored from a corner uh, at the 92nd minute. It was very, very poor defending from Manchester United. You know, he basically had like a lot of free time just to kind of run up, jump, header in. You know, no United player was kind of challenging him, I guess. Um so yeah, you know it was um, just awful marking, I guess, from what I saw, uh, and it was just just a, ba- a bad goal to concede, you know, because they really should be stopping that, you know, the United defenders really should be stopping that. Um, and also in the second half, it, there was two missed chances from Manchester Uh one from Daniel James. It was a nice ball across the box, and Daniel James just completely scuffed it and just um just didn't really shoot it like to the side to where the goal was he just kind of booted it straight forward into the stands um and then Harry Maguire with what has to be Manchester United's miss of the season um it was a great ball over into the box uh by Bruno I don't know if he was going for a shot but I think it was just uh missing anyway Maguire comes in it kind of hits off his like like shin and then hits the post and he's inches he's literally inches away from the goal and as you uh, the united um as one of the united commentators said if you could um if you tried to do that you couldn't you know it, it really was an incredible miss 
Uh, and yeah, like I like when I first saw that, I was like, I was just thought to myself, how did that not go in? And I'm still thinking that. I th- I generally think if that hit off any other part of the body, it would have gone in. It's incredible. Um. But yeah, you know, United uh, now have to go to Milan. Um, Milan, uh, the reason that goal hurts so much is because, yes, we drew, but it's an away goal. It's an away goal advantage. So if it stays like this when United go to Milan, AC Milan are through and United are knocked out of the Europa League. You know, um, but there's kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, if, if United just go to Milan, keep clean sheet and score, then they're through, you know, so it's kind of like one goal in it, but it is, it just, it really just like sucks because it is an away goal for AC Milan, which no team wants, no team wants an away goal for the opposition that they're playing against because it just, it really, it is just harder to come back from that. Uh, But United have done it before uh, and I honestly think United will probably do it again. Fingers crossed. Uh, and then we just go through the uh, play ratings, as always, uh, from uh, Foot Mob. Uh, Manchester United with an average rating of 6.6, against, uh, obviously all according to Foot Mob, the uh, football app. Uh, not sponsored, as usual. But um, anyway, uh, Dean Henson coming in at 7.0, Wam Saka coming out at 7.3, Eric Bay 6.4, Maguire 6.9, Teller 6.5, uh, Matic with 7.0, McTominay with 6.7, Green with 6.4, Fernandez with 7.4, James with 6.4, Marshall with 5.8. So you can see why he, you know, came off. Uh, AC Milan average 6.7 uh, Donnarumma 6.5 Calabria 7.2 Cajer the goal scorer for AC Milan 8.1 Tomori 6.9 Dalo 6.8 Chiesi 6.6 Miete 6.6 Sale Maikers 7.3 Krunic 7.6 Diaz 5.8 and Liao 6.8. Uh, then AC Milan's subs, Tenali, 6.3. Castello, 5.9. Kayalu, Kalulu, 6.2. Uh, the substitutions for Manchester United, Fred with a 5.8. Williams with 6.0. Shaw with 6.3. Uh, Diallo, um, uh, sorry, Ahmad. Ahmad with a 7.1. Um, so yeah, that's where I'm going to uh, leave it for today with my match review. Uh, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great afternoon, great evening, great morning, great day, great night, or wherever you are in the world listening to this episode of Chit Chat. Uh, once again, thank you very much for listening. Keep safe as always, and goodbye.